the morning sickness relapse with uh, intern Jeremy. <laughs> Accident. Hell of a lot better than his old pops could. you to know that that is not very nice and there's probably dozens of NASCAR fans that would be very upset with you right now well I don't care (laughs) that's where I stand on that do you like motorsports do you like NASCAR Uh, I like the idea of them (laughs) Um, I like I'm not a fan of it so I can't say like that it's something that's I don't I, I get it but you have to be a car guy I've gone to a couple of things that were pretty neat. I'd like to go to the Indy 500, but I've gone to, like, NASCAR. I don't like the noises, part of the autism. Yep. I don't think I like the noises. They make me feel annoyed. But well, down, not like down, monster down, trucks. Uh, that's a different, like, grumble. So, But it does wear on me. Like, after, like, I don't like, like, motocross is really cool, but that noise, eventually, I'm just annoyed by. I don't have a, a f- fight in that. I didn't grow yeah. up doing it. So I wasn't a car guy or anything else. I do think it's cool. I do think the that it's impressive. Like I love the technology to make those cars do what they do is amazing. And being on the infield at a NASCAR thing is it like totally changes the way you watch the sport. But I'm not a motorsports guy. Yeah, I got. To I work. like drags, drag racing, but only live. Yeah, you can't that watch is it. My father in law um, and uh, my wife's two uncles and grandfather own a drag racing team, oh. and they've been doing it. So I've I've gone to one, and it's really cool, especially oh. if you're hanging out down in there, like because it's like if you're on the tree, when those real yeah. drags go off or those it's funny cars, crazy. oh, there's nothing better. That's the best sound Earth can provide us. Yeah, it's freaking nuts. So how you doing, Johnny? I'm doing well. I got to go. I went to a NASCAR thing and I worked in the broadcast compound. That was freaking crazy. They have they have over um, two hundred and fifty microphones on the track at a NASCAR event. Is that right? Yeah. And then there's a mic in every car. Then there's a mic in every helmet. And it's, it's crazy. They do. Yeah. That's yeah. too many mics. There's a lot. And of we them. can't do a fucking live broadcast without major problems. They've got two hundred and fifty microphones in cars. Yeah. I'm sitting at a table and we can't get it to broadcast from the parking lot to our. Ah, yada. Well, who, who, when, when, uh, this seems like a very specific incident that you had. <laughs> Yo, I've had some issues. <laughs> and who um, was the one that was all set up? To, who was running this operation? Rich. We well, literally, at answer. one point, you weren't here during the days of Sandusky broadcasting, but when we were a Sandusky small mom and pop thing, uh, we did a lot. Speaking of motorsports, uh, white trash picnic out in our parking lot at Guadalupe. And the second one we did was with. Uh, um, Tom meets, uh, and he jumped houses with his monster truck. Not for us, but that was what he was famous oh. for. So we had him outside, and we put a couple cars out to crush him, invited people down. Tons of people show up. We had this field in front of the thing, and um, I was just going to leave the studio and go outside to watch it and broadcast from out there. Well, we could not get outside <laughs> the window of the studio I was in to broadcast back to the studio. I looked at Toledo. And he literally had a flathead screwdriver jamming it into the machine That's not... that was supposed to be doing it. And every time the screwdriver leaned the right way, it would get a connection. We'd get a connection. He'd like put his hands like, he's like, nobody no touch sudden it. movement. And I'm like, are you? I remember just turning and going, are you kidding me? And I just kind of kicked the thing. And I said, this is it. I mean, we can't even get a broadcast ten feet from our studio to yeah. work. And we just had a dude in a monster truck doing some amazing stuff, and people were losing their mind. It was crazy. 
Well, that was was that just indicative of not having updated equipment from yes. previous ownership? It was indicative indicative of that yes, cheap? <laughs> of all this. It wasn't cheap. Yes, it was cheap, but it was uh, it was cheap. <laughs> I want to try to find a word that's better than cheap because cheap is too. It's not easy. strong enough. It's too yeah. easy. Not strong enough. No. Well, the best story I heard is that before they'd ever come out here, Hubbard looked at Google Maps and was like, "Hey." Big empty field, yeah. buy it, yeah. build a new building for everybody there. It was like keep nine that old building. Yeah. yeah, and they're perfect. And then <laughs> he was like, as soon as they got off the plane and they saw where they started driving, they're like, we yeah. need to find a new site. Our super boss, Jenny Morris, <laughs> drove in. As they're sitting there thinking, we're going to put a building on this land. We're going to have all the stations here. This is going to be a perfect spot. She drove to the KUPD studios once and said, we're moving them out of here immediately. I'm never coming back to this building. <laughs> And she was right. 100%. That's awesome. You don't miss it at all. No, that's what Tripp's first question to me, one of his first questions, he goes, uh, if you could change anything about what goes on here, what would you change? And You're I said, get this. us out of here, out of this building. And he goes, you don't think that the building is some way responsible for the attitude of the station and that would change? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, I don't think this building's responsible for anything but my future cancer. Yeah. <laughs> that's all this thing's responsible for. I have no doubt in my mind the asbestos and the nonsense that was in that building will eventually kill 90% of the people who worked there. But whatever, it was a nice trade-off. Get us out. Because yeah. he said when he moved K-Rock from their little studio to the big one in Burbank, that's, there was a little bit it. of a kind of like, oh, maybe the attitude's changed. It'll only make us better. Because, <laughs> no, I mean, what, what year? I mean, that building was built in the fifties. 80s. That building was built in the early 80s, that's, mid-80s, that's actually. It? Yeah. I thought it was way older oh, it was than that. Built on, it was built with paper and poison, Yeah, <laughs> and it survived like nothing. Every storm was bad. It was bad. bad. Is that why they picked to build in Guadalupe? Because it's probably less regulation there? a dollar there? a square foot. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's terrible. I'm going to be texting while we do the podcast. Okay, awesome. And it's not going to be rude. Oh. Just, there's going to be occasions mm-hmm. where I'm not listening, and it's going to go quiet, Yeah, and you'll know. Okay. Very important things I'm doing today. It looks like that it looks... aren't this. Yes. So I go can, ahead and tell. do your thing. <laughs> but I just fair warning to you and people listening to this nonsense. That it's gonna there's be, a chance it's gonna, it's I gonna may not respond because <laughs> I'm talking to somebody interesting. That no, see, that's not nice. No, I'm just it's true. I don't know that nice and true are compatible anymore. So sorry. Yeah. I've got to text someone. Okay. Go ahead and ask your questions. If it interests me, I'll have immediate response. If not. I'm going to get deeper into this because I'm having a very, very spirited debate here. Yeah, okay. You love bathroom attendants, huh? No, I don't. Next. Okay. No. <laughs> Why do you hate bathroom attendants? Why would I like a bathroom attendant? What do they do to you? Do you want to go don't... to the bathroom and, and hang out with me? No. Do you want me to get someone off the streets to go stand in the bathroom make sure everything's okay while you're in there? No one wants bathroom, buddy. I don't want it, but it's, it's, it, he's not hurting you being in there. What's he the is hurting deal? me being in there because when I'm done in the bathroom, first off, he makes me feel guilty if I don't wash my hands. Now, we've all been in the men's room when we're like, hey, there's nobody else in here, and we just leave. <laughs> yeah, just, you do the look around and yeah, you do the look here, under the, the stall leaving. to make sure. Washing my hands going to take forever. My hands will be wet, and then I can't. I'm just leaving. I didn't yeah. piss on myself. I'm good. Uh, so he makes me feel like I have to wash my hands. That, in turn, makes me feel like I have to dry my hands. He holds the towels hostage. So then he's the only one providing me with a towel, thereby providing me a service that I never asked him to provide. And at the end of it, I'm supposed to give him a couple of bucks. 
to do something I don't want him to do. It's so the same it's, as it's the same as the guys in New York that just run up and clean your windshield. Oh yeah, and then look at you for money. I'm like, I don't want you here. I didn't ask for the. I service. didn't ask for this service. Yeah. Now, if I go to a restaurant and they don't have waiters, I'm upset. I anticipate a waiter, but if I go into a restaurant, I'm like, well, I can't piss in here. There's no one here to give me a towel at the end. What about gum and cologne? I should have thought of that before I left the house. Yeah. There's no need for it. It's a complete waste, and no man should want to do it. The only people who can do it are felons. <laughs> so, And that's the other thing. You feel like, well, this guy's probably fucking killed somebody. Yeah. I can't piss him off, so... Is it so? It's basically just the assumption that you need to pay this person for a service it's, that you are not asking for. It's a guilt tip. You're tipping for guilt. You're not tipping for the service. The service is completely unnecessary. No one ever looks in a bathroom and goes, "Where's the uh, food, drink, and cologne in this public restroom?" <laughs> you don't want to have a little snack while you're sitting no, in the John. No, I don't. I don't want to have one on the way out, and I certainly don't want snacks that have been sitting in a public restroom <laughs> for a few hours. It's out with the old, in with the new. Johnny. No, it's not. You, it's you, not. You drop no, a load. I just and, reach down and eat the shit. <laughs> you drop a load and you walk out with the Snickers bar. I don't. Man. A. I don't drop a load <laughs> in public. I pee. I wash. I leave. He doesn't need to be there. There's no point to it. No one likes it. No one likes the bathroom attendant. Nobody ever comes back to the table at a restaurant and goes, "Man, that bathroom attendant was." fantastic i tried to wash my hands i just kept jamming my hands into the mirror he finally showed me where the faucet was how to work it no i don't need it in fact we as a society are trying to eliminate even lifting the hand to turn on the faucet yeah less for us to deal with yeah more technology in the bathroom less human interaction human interaction in a public restroom is frowned upon all the time where do you stand? With I the... was in the middle of a very spirited email. You've I, ruined I, I, this. But hey, I got well your done. attention. Well played. Like, well played, big shoe. How are you with talking to people in the bathroom? Terrible. I don't talk to people out of the bathroom. That's... Why would I pee and talk to you? Yeah. I've actually told people, I'm like, we're not friends. <laughs> how you doing? We're not friends. That's I'm like, I want to blow a whistle and go, I need an adult. If you're talking to me in the bathroom, no. You've got a social anxiety issue that I can't explain. That you can't have the world. You can't have the world be quiet while you piss. You have to fill the air with noise because you're like, maybe this guy won't like me while our yeah. dicks are out. Yesterday, I'm washing my hands. Talbin comes walking in. Talbin's a little bit of a talker, and he goes into the stall, and he's still talking to me. And I was like, Talbin, we're not this. No, yeah, stop not, talking to me. Yeah. You, as soon as you shut that door, that's your private time. You do your thing. But, <laughs> but. Talbin is someone I don't want to be in the bathroom with at all. Does it make you nervous? I have a feeling Talvin is the type of person that's not sure. <laughs> if he has to go or Yeah, not? if there's something else going to happen. <laughs> so he just Like, has to it's go a to debate for Talvin to go, maybe a stall. When he's at the urinal, he's like, I should probably just keep everything clinched up because... Just in case. Just in case, yeah. So what if you, you know, have an emergency... Uh, you know, deuce situation. You run home, you won't, you refuse to go to the bathroom and pump. First off, an emergency shit situation is asinine unless you have an illness. Clinch it up, tighten it up. You know what I always say? People are like, that's not healthy. That's not healthy. <laughs> Holding but it is not You healthy. know what you're asking your dog to do when you're out for nine hours? Yeah, hold it. It's like there's a comedian who said that he's like, I'm. My dog is the greatest thing on the planet because my best friend wouldn't like me anymore if I said, dude, I think I'm going to get laid. 
so I'm not coming home tonight. You can't go to the bathroom until I come back. <laughs> no human would be like, but you do it to your dog, and they go, yes, yeah, I, I, you got it. I got you. They do the best they can to not do that. So it is, it, never once has a vet ever said it's terrible for your dog to hold it. We encourage dog, but with people, it's like, no, we train I've got a slight it, yeah. urge. I need to evacuate my bowels here at work immediately. I understand it happens, but for the people that really bother me are the ones that come to work with it on run deck. to the bathroom with one on deck, drop the bomb, and go to their desk at 8.15. Yeah, you're talking about Dale. Well, I had to be here at 8. But for the first 15 minutes, you were just crapping. I'm like, do that at home and be 15 minutes late. Nothing got done in that. Oh, I want to get paid to yeah, do exactly. that. Like, okay. I, li- Clock in and shit. <laughs> you're the type of guy that's going to go far in this company. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to be here, you might as well be getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I mean, I'm in the middle of a text. <laughs> What is so important with this? I'm taking a picture of my leg. <laughs> He's taking pictures of his leg, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And you also say that girls and guys can't be friends. Nope. We're talking about Sticky Nicky moving in with a whole gaggle yeah, of fraternity Do you think boys. girls and guys can be friends? No, I don't. Hang on, let me get this shot in. What? Uh, who are you sending I'm sexy sending, I'm sending leg funny pictures? leg pictures. <laughs> That's a good one. I'll send that to you, too. Okay, yeah, please do. Hang on. Best part is, I'm sending pictures of my legs. Best part is, there's two. <laughs> this is an amputee friend of mine. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I have a friend with one half a leg. Oh, so you said we're joking around full about leg stuff. Shots? Yeah. Uh, he called me chicken legs. And so I said, oh, yeah? You know what the best part of my legs are? <laughs> there's two of them. <laughs> <laughs> I got an extra. That was fun. So, obviously, with, like, Megan's close friends, you're friendly with them. But have they ever called you and be like, you know what, John? Megan says she's busy, but let's go get dinner tonight. No, first off, I've eliminated all my, my wife's friends. Did you kill her? She's not allowed to have any friends but me. Oh, she's no. not allowed. Her oh. friends are off limits, of course. But they would ne- if they ever called and said, I need to talk to you, we better be planning a surprise party for Megan. Yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what I'm friends with them. Because yeah. I recognize that if Megan decided to leave, we're not really friends. Those are gone. Yeah, because they so don't go with her. I don't get too close. Yeah. Right. So there's no real point in being friends with Megan's friends outside of just they're attached to her life. So long yeah. as she's around. You're being friendly. They're around. But if at any time this thing goes haywire and Megan decides to take off, those friends aren't going to be like, I'm really here for you, buddy. Yeah. That's not happening. So there's, there's no way this ends good with Sticky Nicky from Promo moving in with five Sticky guys. Sticky Nicky and... moving in with three different guys mm. under the guise of we're, friends. we're all friends <laughs> is the stupidest thing I've ever heard a girl say. And I've heard a lot of stupid girl things. Yeah. That's really bad. So she's, oh, poor little Sticky Nicky's going to just get passed around. And she won't, but she'll she'll cave. She'll screw up. And she'll bang one of the dudes and be like, well, and she said one of those guys has been, they've been friends since they were like five. Yeah, they were like little kids. He's so he's had a crush friend. on her since this he was five. This dude has been trying, but he doesn't know how because he doesn't want to wreck the friendship. He wants to make it more. Yeah. So right. this guy's got a relationship in mind with her. He doesn't want to just oh. bone her. It's going to get ugly. This is going to be bad. I hope she stays in touch with us. So that we know. So we know how this nastiness ends. And then uh, you got to hang out with John Gruden. That was pretty great. How was that? Pretty awesome. Yeah, Frank Caliendo got to do the thing for Gruden at the Raiders uh, team meeting Tuesday night, Wednesday night, whatever it was. Pretty cool. That was pretty neat to be part of a Raiders team meeting. I don't like the Raiders, but the team meeting was neat. And then uh, Frank went up, did Gruden for the team. Little speech, little thing. It was pretty funny. And got to hang out with John Gruden and Mike Mayock and Derek Carr afterwards. 
and for real, like hang out with them, not like yeah. go to dinner, but we all stood around, just chatted. Mike Glennon, Nathan Peterman, all the quarterbacks. It's pretty fun, pretty neat, pretty cool. Tell man. that uh, Mike Glennon to uh, get a ladder. There's a ladder with lips on it, man. Guy's pretty amazing. I hate Mike Glennon. Why do you hate Mike Glennon? He was a bear for like a, a second. Yeah, he was terrible. He did not. The Bears were terrible. It wasn't his fault. Got better when he was gone. That stop son it, of a bitch. That guy. <laughs> And then you saw your boy Antonio Brown. He was hanging around. Did you get to talk to him? Tell no. him how much you're a fan? No, I don't think he talked to anybody on the Raiders. <laughs> I think he just wanders around and does Antonio Brown things. He, he's there. The dude's got it, the ultimate. That's eventually what no we all No one questions want, right? what he does. Yeah. He's allowed to do whatever he wants. It was he amazing. He just comes and goes as pleases. Yeah, I guess. I don't the know. The organization he works for is just like, we don't know where he's at, but it's all just good. Just catch it. That'd be like you just not showing up one morning, yeah. not telling Larry, not telling Trip, and they're just like, hey, you know, no morning sickness this morning, not sure yeah. what's going on, but don't worry, it'll be all he right. He shows up on game day, Yeah, but I'm not part of any meetings. I, I'm here at 5.40. I leave at 10.02. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got something to talk to me about? We'll talk later. We're talking about practice. Yeah, we're about practice, man, <laughs> practice. But, uh, yeah, and then I'll just, I'll hang around, but I'm not going to really do anything. Yeah. It was it's it was weird. It was weird to see, because he's definitely treated a little differently. But catch it, yeah. He's the best in the business. So will that continue? Will the team love him once he starts getting cooking? Eh, probably. Oh yeah. Once you start producing, yeah. that's. Then the uh, Scalar brothers came in. Do you do you still do you still go in their podcast? You still call? I haven't for a while. I, I'm going to actually go do stuff with them when this is over. That's another person I'm texting right now. It's more important than what we're doing. And uh, I have to go do their podcast for just a split second today. They like me to – I, I, I don't do the podcast. They ask me to do things for the podcast. Like right now, currently, I'm playing the part of Liam Neeson trapped in a Costco. So I leave voice messages for them. What? And then they play them as Liam Neeson, like, trapped in a Costco. That's – that's odd. Why Liam Neeson trapped in a Costco? I'm very confused. I, they, they came up with a scenario. So I, they just shoot you a text, hey, Liam, Liam Neeson's stuck trapped in a Costco. In Costco. And, and you weren't like, hey, what's the context? You're just like, done. Well, it's like, someday I'll find the exit to this cavernous nightmare that I live in. But right now, I'm in front of a white wall of toilet paper that would frighten any man. <laughs> Jon Snow didn't see a wall this white in his entire existence. I'll check in later. The sausage lady's here. And so they're like, the, I don't know what they set up and do. Little things like that where he's he's in a tent. People are looking at I think people <laughs> are like going to try this. going to try to buy this home I've been living in for the last five days. Liam Neeson, day eight, Costco nightmare. <laughs> so I don't know what they're doing with it. But I thought it was me. a sports podcast. What, no, just... they got that. They got they got a bunch of them. Small Town Dumb. And they do uh, the Sklar, Sklarboro Country, which is now called something else. That Cheap Seats, View from the Cheap Seats. Yeah, View from the Cheap Seats was yeah. good. They're great. Those Those dudes are really cool. They're really good in Glow. You don't. Watch, I haven't watched Glow, but they're really. It's nice good. Guys. Yeah, they're really good in that. They play a couple schmarmy like uh, managers, promoter like types. Show, yeah, promoter showgirl managers, yes. and they're it's it's pretty funny. They're they're funny guys. I like them a lot. You just you're friends with all the comedians, aren't you, Johnny? Yeah. Frank Caliendo. <laughs> uh, we're more than friends. Oh, you guys are secret lovers. It's, it's been consummated. Yeah. Secret lovers. Do you guys whisper in each other's ear as John? As John. Yeah, man. You know what? I like those shorts today. Those make your butt look really tight, man. Looks like you've been doing a lot of squats. I feel so bad for John Gruden's wife if that's what she <laughs> I'm telling you, man, you stand next to that guy, and he makes that face at you because that's the only face he's got. And, <laughs> and you make it back. You're you like, cannot he has a face, and it's help a it. Your right eye scrunches up. Yeah, yeah man. 
Yeah. Well, he, he and the best thing was he was so nice to me. Uh, because we'll talk about this on Frank's podcast, but I'll reveal it here first. Ooh. When Frank was talking to Derek Carr, and there was a little group of people, John Gruden was directly to my left, not included in the conversation with Derek Carr, but we're all kind of standing there, and I'm we're just listening, but it's really kind of became it became their conversation. Gruden side eyes me because he doesn't look directly; he looks at you through the side of his eye. And then I just I kind of feel like he's looking. I look at him, kind of, what do you do, man? I'm like, oh, I do radio with uh, with Frank. Oh, I'm saying you know Frank, huh? And then we kind of looking at each other. My eye goes, yeah, man, radio. And I just start talking like him. And then Frank turns and he goes, oh yeah, this is my buddy. We do a podcast about uh, hard knocks called Knocks Knocking Hard. John Gruden knocks hard. And we just basically go back because he does an impression to you too. So we just start going, yeah, man. Sorry, Wheeler ball, man. I like you, man. I like this, man. It's a fun game. And then it's like, ah, great. There's two of them, man. And so the whole room. And then you look and Derek Carr's got his eye all cranked out. And yeah, man, the whole team's doing it, man. But it was fun. It was. I hate the Raiders, but it was fun. At least he's a good sport about it. And he's he's he is, not only that, but he was gracious. Yeah. And it was immediate. He didn't have to be at all. No. I think most sports figures get that. Derek Carr too. Derek Carr couldn't have been more kind to a guy just standing behind a celebrity. Yeah. Like they went out of their way to say, "Hey, man, are you all right? You want some food? You want anything?" Like they were they were incredible ambassadors for that event. It was really. Instead of being like, man, Derek Carr was kind of a – he was super. Kind of uh, Mike Glennon was – Mike Mayock, the GM of the Raiders, couldn't have been nicer. I mean, they were just super nice. I was, was a little nice. disappointed I heard that you turned down some free food. There was a lot of free food. I was real – I mean, a lot. A yeah. conference room full of it. Yeah, always – And it was weird because Gruden's like, man, you guys want some food? We got plenty of that, man. Look over here, man. There's a ton of food, buddy. And we're like, okay, uh, well, we, we're not. That's all right. No, man, we're gonna have more than we need. And the team's all in there eating, yeah. and the meetings are over. Got a lot of food, man. We get. He's like, fed. I told you to eat, man. And Mac's like, anybody want to f- want some food? And he's grabbing my shoulder. You want to go in there and grab some food, man? I'm like, no. And so Frank's like, no, we're good. And Joey Caliendo, Frank's son's like, no, we're good. And he's like, Joey, food. <laughs> no, we're good. He's like an Italian grandmother. He just kept yeah. trying to feed. He's us. like, I said, I'm not asking. Yeah, not, you're eating, not, man. yeah, you're gonna eat today, man. You, you look a little thin. I look a little thin, man. We gotta Food get. Will help that. We gotta get Johnny bulked up here, man. But you know how Deuce Gruden looks so good. He eats, man. You guys aren't eating. You look like you got the AIDS. Next time, just toss, toss a little in the old uh, bag. Bring it on over to old Jay. Going to bring to go. <laughs> <laughs> or invite me. This is Jared. almost over. <laughs> I'm going to get back to texting people now. Your uh, amputee friend. And I, I need to ask Frank. I need to bring him on here and ask him. When is he going to bring back uh, the, uh, lack of a better term, blackface characters that he liked to use back in the day? I know he used to. You're play. not allowed to do that. <laughs> not anymore. Get the phone call, man. Should I take it? Yeah. Answer. Right. Hello? It's a robocall, man, from a hotel place. So, does, so, so, Caliendo doesn't do his um, his black characters anymore. Uh, he does, but you can't do them with makeup anymore. So, <laughs> so that we're, we're stop not gonna, asking. <laughs> we're not going to see him dressed up as Charles Barkley. That's sad too, because that's not black. To me, that's not blackface. Blackface is a a cruel intention to. Talk or be like the blackface characters that made fun of oh, yeah. black culture. Putting makeup on to look like a celebrity that you do an incredible impression of 
is the same to me as wearing uh, the clothes and dressing up in a movie like the character you're playing. Yeah. Um, it it's not making if it's it's intent malicious intent yeah. does not make blackface. Because like when you or him do your Charles Barkley impression right. or your Shaq, it's not making fun of them because they are it has black. has nothing to do with race. It has to do but with the fact that to... they say funny things yeah. and actually they, from what I've heard, they enjoy they like love it. Frank but does visually, it. if in fact you're watching me do Shaquille O'Neal and Frank do Barkley and stuff and we're just white guys doing it, it's funny, but, you know, if we're doing that, that thing with Shaq and the eyes crossed and everything else <laughs> and there's makeup and a wig, you know, am I appropriating people with hair because I'm bald and I'm wearing a wig I'm not making fun of a race but I'm not the race that can say whether that's right or not so if black people don't like it I just go "All right, you guys don't like that we won't do it Yeah. so it's not for me to say but my personal opinion is if it's malicious and intent then it's bad if it's not if it's a character and it's funny and it's it's designed to make somebody laugh or entertain them stop it yeah but if it's mean, it's mean. And I think we all know the difference. We've just lost our fucking minds. Yeah. Sorry, Wheeler. God, man, i got to cut that out. Can't say that word. I know. It's fucking And then ridiculous. the uh, rescheduling of Sodomizing Linda is tonight. Yeah, right? that's right. Tonight. By the time this airs, a couple days ago. Yep. So how was it? It was awesome. <laughs> I mean, we had a fire. First time we had a flood. This time a fire. We're going to go through all the elements next week. Wind. Oh. Earth, right. wind, and fire. That's what we're going to do. We've got... Uh, yeah, the show will go on. It's my birthday again. Technically, tonight's my birthday party. Okay. So we're going to go out, roll out the songs, drink like fish, go nuts, be done. You coming? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Jeremy will be there. So I'll be, be there. It'll be good. And so, but um, did you change the songs? Is it the same set list? Same? same set list, just because we'd worked on it and said, let's do this. So we got the exact same. It's covers of covers. So bands who have had their song covered by another band were covering the way the other band did it. Okay, that's so, confusing. Yeah, so it's uh, the Beatles come together was covered by Aerosmith. Come together, we're covering. Come together by. Oh, Aerosmith. you're doing the Aerosmith yeah, version. Okay, right, right. I thought you would have changed the songs up, have like a water theme type of you know well, now songs should, about yeah, water. That would have been good. Bands have that have water in the title. Oh, the waterlogged night. Yeah. Or we just know, then towed the wet sprocket, walk on the ocean for three hours, and then one minute. Oh, and room. then end the night with uh, Celine Dion's Titanic. Song. Titanic, yeah, we should have near. Yeah, we should. I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna text the guys that we're gonna open with Titanic. <laughs> See again, I last show I gave you the ideas of what you needed to play. You needed to play some Pearl Jam, some Soundgarden. There's some important birthdays. Now I'm giving you the water. It's true. You think you, you saw what happened last time when he didn't take my advice? So I'm thinking. Got, I like that. It's you, going up. You get the boys. It's in on, my early man. This it's afternoon. on. It's been text to Ted. All right. I don't All know who right. Ted is. All right. I got to go. I have podcasts. Who's Ted? I have, who? Who's text Ted? to Ted. It's, I've, I've got to, look, I got to send this one-legged guy more legs. <laughs> How about we have a, a, a well, I've got to go do a podcast with the Sklar Brothers and Kelly and Oh, a more important podcast. One that people will hear. Sorry. That's true. Does this have anybody tuning in? Oh, this isn't recording. We're just hanging out. Oh, sorry, Wheeler. <laughs> this is how you do it now? Sorry, Wheeler. This is... <laughs> you gotta stop. Quit. You should take my sorry, Wheeler. And make it and the beat. make it the sorry, Wheeler. Okay. So every time I say sorry, Wheeler, except that time, usually that means I said yeah. the F word. Done deal. So just scooch sorry, Wheeler in as our beep. I can do that. Because Wheeler's in charge of all the podcasts. And he doesn't like us saying the F word. No, he's not. Can't blame man. him. Protect the, protect the shield, man. Hey, gotta, gotta protect, protect the that brand. shield, man. Protect the brand. You don't need people running around saying, F- sorry, Wheeler, all day long, man. <laughs> Wheeler's got this figured out, man. Sorry, Wheeler. Wheeler, man. 
<laughs> that was John Gruden. I can't censor John Gruden. Yeah, you can. <laughs> Listen, he's an NFL coach. What are you, a blockhead, man? <laughs> what he calls Derek Carr DC. He's got a nickname for everybody, right? A B. What does he call Frank? F C. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just their initials I for call him FCC. Oh. Federal Commissioner Caliendo, man. All right. All right. Yeah. Then I got Richie Incognito. I call him R I. <laughs> Middle name's Eugene. I call him the Outdoor Warehouse, man. <laughs> REI. What time are you guys going out tonight? 10.30, man. Rock and roll. Thank Rock you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. We'll see you there, man. That'll do it for this week, guys. Thank you for downloading. We appreciate it. Make sure you check out all the other podcasts on the podcast page on 98kupd.com. And tune in to Homebrew's Morning Sickness Monday through Friday from 5.45 to 10 a.m. or so on the Big Red Radio, 98kupd.